The summer of 2024 will mark the 80th anniversary of the liberation of Europe, D-Day. But what happened in the hours leading up to the invasion in London from Churchill and Eisenhower's perspective? How did the troops feel as they crossed the channel from Portsmouth to Normandy? And what was it like liberating the City of Light, Paris? We will retrace these steps in June of 2024 and on July 4th stand in the American Cemetery and honor those who fell. Would you join us? We have only limited seats available. Kevin McCullough asking you to personally come. Colette handles the details like flights, most meals, hotels, and local experiences. Your job is to just have the time of your life. So go to thatkevintour.com and check out the trip for yourself. thatkevintour.com thatkevintour.com or call 1-800-581-8942 or thatkevintour.com Are you or a loved one battling cancer? Discover Oasis of Hope, an alternative treatment hospital where faith and medicine combine for effective healing. Listen to this testimonial from Michelle Tucker, a cancer victor. The third time I was diagnosed with breast cancer, it had spread to my pancreas, and my doctor had given me four weeks to live. I went to Oasis of Hope, and six years later, I am alive and well. Michelle's story is replicated hundreds of times over, including in the McCullough household. Hi, Kevin McCullough. I thoroughly endorse the Oasis of Hope, and I think you'll find the help that you're looking for. Call 888-500-4673 for a medical consultation and free magazine. Call 888-500-4673. That's 888-500-4673. Oasis of Hope does not guarantee specific outcomes or results. Hi, Kevin McCullough. You know we always talk about how to keep your immune system on the healthy uh, it's your most important defense against most of the uh, wellness maladies that are out there right now. And when you talk about the little ingredients that help you the most, vitamin B12, vitamin C, vitamin D, and some zinc, you can get all of that in one place. An all-natural supply of BC Boost will help your body boost your antioxidants and fight those diseases. Uh, antioxidants like vitamin C, which helps strengthen your body's natural defense mechanisms uh, powerful antioxidants help harmful free ra- uh, neutralize harmful free radicals and help fight infections and oxidate stress and support a healthy immune system all the way around stay protected by getting your own bc boost with bc boost go to bcboost.com that's bcboost.com bcboost.com The summer of 2024 will mark the 80th anniversary of the liberation of Europe, D-Day. But what happened in the hours leading up to the invasion in London from Churchill and Eisenhower's perspective? How did the troops feel as they crossed the channel from Portsmouth to Normandy? And what was it like liberating the City of Light, Paris? We will retrace these steps in June of 2024 and on July 4th stand in the American Cemetery and honor those who fell. Would you join us? We have only limited seats available. Kevin McCullough asking you to personally come. Colette handles the details like flights, most meals, hotels, and local experiences. Your job is to just have the time of your life. So go to thatkevintour.com and check out the trip for yourself. thatkevintour.com, thatkevintour.com, or call 1-800-581-8942 or thatkevintour.com. 
You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio, breaking news as it happens, what it means, and why it matters. Stay here. Uh, Kevin McCullough, and here we go. Five, four, three, two, one. Obliterating confusion. Amplifying truth. And pursuing clarity. Kevin McCullough, now. Coming up in the next hour, we will speak with a surviving family member of someone who they believe has been kidnapped and are concerned about their niece's uh, life and well-being, uh, someone in Israel directly. So, And traditionally, this is Wednesday, so we traditionally have discussed a lot of wellness issues on this day. We're setting some of that aside. Stay with us on Kevin McCullough Radio. Kevin McCullough. Something interesting is happening with this. Kevin McCullough, let me start with you. I found this thing at townhall.com by Kevin McCullough. The big dog has come out of nowhere. Kevin McCullough. I just want to help people think. Nationally syndicated radio host and author of No He Can't. He is playing the role as uh, as well as anybody could. Kevin McCullough is a nationally syndicated radio host and author of No He Can't. The odds are he's right. It's Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, glad to have you with us. And I continue broadcasting this week from an undisclosed location. I will tell you, I had a chance to over the last two days, interface with a great number of our service personnel, uh, men and women, uh, some of whom might be called into action as world hostilities change in the near future. Um, And I got to tell you, um, I'm often very not confident in the current commander in chief, but my confidence in the men and women who serve us in uniform has never been greater. And I'm grateful for what they are doing. Uh, Tom Tradup uh, joined us yesterday, a longtime uh, news executive for SRN News, uh, the Salem Radio Network. Uh, he also is a correspondent and a contributor now, senior contributor to allisrael.com, which is Joel Rosenberg's site. And oftentimes they are breaking news ahead of anybody else in terms of what's going on in Israel. Tom Tradup is back with us now. Tom, the last 24 hours since we spoke, 40 decapitated babies. Uh, the death rate uh, skyrocketing uh, in terms of the number of bodies that they have found and more people trying to engage Israel in um, attacks and uh, hostilities. It's a very um, kind of uh, continually changing story. What is the very latest to your knowledge? Well, you know, Kevin, we thank you for having me on, by the way. We've been fearing And now, unfortunately, it has come true that there would be other multiple fronts in this uh, war on Israel, uh, in addition to what happened over the weekend that the world has been horrified by. Um, Now, today, there's been a massive escalation of terrorists and armed drones attacking northern Israel from Lebanon and also uh, incursions from Syria. The red alert sirens were going off nonstop as the Iron Dome was fired up to to knock down missiles and and incursions. Local media in Israel are uh, reporting what they call hostile aircraft penetrating Israeli airspace. And Mm. by that, they mean armed drones, but also manned paragliders uh, of the style we saw when Hamas flew over a uh, youth music festival at the desert and uh, gunned down a number of young people who were just dancing and enjoying the the morning. Uh, So it's a it's a major escalation. And it's really, really concerning because, you know, Israel, I think, has shown tremendous restraint as somebody who's not there and is working through media and through all Israel news to get my input. I think I would have probably, if I'd been 
had my finger on the button or whatever you'd want to say, I would have been a, had a much more massive response so far. And I think one is coming, but they haven't done that yet. But with if there's going to be a three-front or three-pronged attack, particularly if the West Bank gets into the party, uh, Israel's going to have to retaliate with mighty force, and it's going to be fearsome. Yeah. Well, we spoke with Katie McFarland yesterday as an analysis of um, her perspective, particularly as a national security advisor to multiple presidents in the past. And her real concern, and she has a great piece up at Fox News I want everybody to to take a look at, is that um, Iran and their allies will continue to fund these incursions, continue to encourage them. Uh, because they want the massive retaliation uh, and they want to be able to propagandize the deaths of Palestinians as a result. But, Tom, when you're talking about uh, 1,200 confirmed dead, 22 of which, by the way, I, I need to point out are Americans that we've yes. confirmed so far. Uh, this is something that Israel and the U.S. should be taking very seriously. Um, I, I want to get your reaction to a couple of things. Turkey is now threatening the life of Bibi Netanyahu, saying that he will uh, be shot dead at some point in the near future. Uh, not uh, President Erdogan specifically, but President Erdogan made a specific statement uh, regarding the purpose of the U.S. carrier in the region. Uh, in my conversations with the military over the last 48 hours, it is clear that we are providing logistics, which means um uh, intelligence. We have uh, satellite capabilities and other th other ways of being able to see things that a lot of the groups in the region do not have. But we also have the ability to give them massive amounts of munitions uh, from that position. What is the latest in terms of your sources in terms of how the U.S. and Israel is working together at this point? Well, back up just a second for um, people listening and me. Uh, I don't want you to reveal your sources, but it wasn't President Erdogan. Who was it within Turkey that was making this? OK, claim? that was a that was a fellow cabinet member. I think he was the cabinet of the uh, the secretary of the interior or something along those lines. But he he made a public statement in Turkish news yesterday that uh, President uh, Netanyahu would pay with his life for the retaliation on Gaza uh, and that somebody would shoot him dead uh, in the near Very future. interesting. So well, so, they're so, obviously and, you know, we haven't even mentioned Turkey uh, in our conversations up till now because they're a NATO ally. So you've got right. a NATO country, you've got Iran, you've got Syria, you've got Lebanon. Uh, Jordan has not done anything as far as I know as of yet. Uh, but you obviously have the Gaza and these are all hotbeds of mostly Shiite uh, ideology that are ready to uh, pounce. Yeah, they are. It's 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 bad. Well, to answer your question. So much of this is classified. They don't tell us. I, I asked Joel Rosenberg, who's our CEO and founder at All, All Israel News, you know, how long can the Iron Dome keep going, given the fact that so many missiles are coming in and then every time an Exocet missile or a Patriot goes to knock down something, if it's headed toward a populated area, that's how the system works. It's kind of like triangulating the trajectory of them. If they fall in the desert, they just let it go. But Correct. if it's headed to the cities, they shoot it down. And it's you know, a massive amount of money to shoot even one of them down. And with this kind of barrage, how many missiles do they have? How much money do they have? And he said, well, that's all classified. But obviously, that's part of our agreement between the United States and Israel, that we will supply whatever they need. 
Uh, President Biden keeps using that phrase, we've got your back. I'm not sure that I'd have a lot of confidence in that if I were, uh, you know, the Israelis, but it is what it is. He is the commander in chief. And if he green lights it and he he has at least verbally been very pro-Israel, hopefully that will happen. One, one other interesting development this morning was that uh, Prime Minister Netanyahu and former defense minister, former leader of the IDF, Benny Gantz, who was really a political opponent of Netanyahu's at one time, have formed an emergency unity government. And and why that's important for people listening is Israel is a multi-party coalition government. Food uh, is the, the big one, but, uh, you know, to have all these warring factions within the government, kind of like having Republicans, Democrats, uh, the Green Party, uh, you know, no labels. You pick any number of them here. If they all had seats in Congress, you talk about the mess we're in now, it would be really bad. Well, now they're coalescing everybody for one massive council. They're coming together, which is exactly what they should do. And by the way, it's what I'm hearing from Israelis that they want Western democracies to do, that they want hostages released without negotiation. They want uh, zero conditions on the return of the uh, hostages and they and they want the hostilities to stop. Tom Tradup, we're going to check in with you again tomorrow. Thank you for your up to the minute analysis of what's going on. You can read all of his work, by the way, at all Israel dot com all israel dot com and uh, tom will talk to you soon thank you kevin you got it kevin mccullough we continue with a big show stay with us this is the duck commander phil robertson get your bible out revelation chapter 12 verse 11 and they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony well they made a movie about my testimony called the blind it's in theater starting september the 28th If you or someone you know thinks they're beyond redemption, go see my story. Get your tickets today at theblindmovie.com. This film is rated PG-13 and may be inappropriate for children under 13. I was a child when I was abducted by the Arabs. My parents used to own livestock, and my mother would do all the cooking for us. I don't remember the year that I was captured. There had never been any problems in our village. Then one day, all of a sudden, we heard that there were Arabs attacking Dinka villages throughout the south. We were so worried, we could not even sleep at night. It was a big concern to my mother and my father. We were told that these Arabs were heavily armed and would kill all the animals and people when they would attack. We were very scared. Then one morning, they attacked our village. We scattered in different directions and I ran but I was captured. My entire village was burned down, and I've never seen a member of my family since. Then I was taken north, into slavery. My eyes saw horrific things on that trip to the north. Women were raped right in front of us. Men were beaten, and four men were killed because they tried to fight back. They were shot dead before our eyes. Once at the slave master's house, I was pretty much starved and worked brutal hours every single day doing difficult and very, very hard work. There was no relief. And then they raped me. My slave master did not think of me as a human. 
he would not even let me go to the hospital when I fell sick. And one day I heard that there was a slave retriever from CSI close by. How I wanted to be free. That retriever secured my freedom. And thank God I was able to return to South Sudan. Thank you to each of you who helped the slaves be free. But please don't stop until we get them all. And may I just add that we are so thankful that you have been part of the team that has helped us liberate more than 45 slaves this year already. Of the 192 that are on the list, 45 of them uh, have been liberated, and we have more that we are about to embark upon to do. You may know the violence in, in Sudan is very dangerous right now, and yet our slave liberators are more committed than ever to getting them out. Uh, to get them to safety and to get them to uh, be reunited with their family. If you'd like to help us, here's the number, 888-342-1010, or go to bringherhome.org for all the details. Bringherhome.org, bringherhome.org. Help us put an end to slavery in this lifetime, 888-342-1010. The summer of 2024 will mark the 80th anniversary of the liberation of Europe, D-Day. But what happened in the hours leading up to the invasion in London from Churchill and Eisenhower's perspective? How did the troops feel as they crossed the channel from Portsmouth to Normandy? And what was it like liberating the City of Light, Paris? We will retrace these steps in June of 2024, and on July 4th, stand in the American Cemetery and honor those who fell. Would you join us? We have only limited seats available. Kevin McCullough asking you to personally come. Collette handles the details like flights, most meals, hotels, and local experiences. Your job is to just have the time of your life. So go to thatkevintour.com and check out the trip for yourself. Thatkevintour.com. Thatkevintour.com. Or call 1-800-581-8942 or thatkevintour.com. Breaking news as it happens. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, Kevin McCullough continuing my special coverage of the war in Israel and what has happened over the last number of days. If you were listening yesterday, you heard us break the news that amongst those that were found in the kibbutz, 40 babies were beheaded and discovered uh, just more of the atrocities that we have heard about, that we have sometimes seen in terms of social media, and we are continuing to speak out against. Kevin McCullough, very glad to have you with us. Uh, here in the United States, one of the things I am very, very dismayed about is that there are these pro-Palestinian demonstrations breaking out everywhere. The Black Lives Matter people in Chicago uh, coming up with their logo yesterday of a paraglider that said, uh, I stand with Palestine and uh, they they flew the uh, Palestinian flag over the over the silhouette. It's just repulsive. It turns my stomach. Um, this has been nothing short of a of a massacre, of a slaughter, of a genocide. This is ethnic cleansing. These are people that are trying to kill people simply because they are Israeli, uh, and they are trying to do so. And I believe there's a larger agenda 
that uh, Iran is actually working at here in using Hamas and Hezbollah to start uh, an even bigger problem. But we'll get into that later in the show today. Next, I want to introduce um, Elad uh, Levy, who is joining us for the first time. And um, Elad is someone who is in Israel, and he is the uncle of an Israeli soldier who has now been missing since the conflict. Uh, and he is joining us very late his time in Israel tonight. Elad, welcome to Kevin McCullough Radio. It's very good to have you. Hi, Kevin. Thank you very much for uh, having me. Uh, we are, I just want to say this up front. I, I stand with Israel now and forever. Uh, what has happened to you is nothing short of just heinous evil. Um, but let's talk about your nephew. Um, when was the last time that you that you knew he was uh, safe? What would, Have you heard anything updated sure. about his situation? What's going on? Sure. So it is my niece. Uh, it's a she. Sorry. Her name is Ronnie. Uh, that's okay. Uh, Ronnie, and she's a 19 years old uh, teenager. She's been in the military service. It's a mandatory service for uh, a little bit more than a year. And she served in uh, Gaza in a camp uh, on the border of Gaza. Um, last time we heard from her, it was uh, around uh, 9.30 a.m. on Saturday morning. Uh, the attacks on her base started uh, probably, you know, before that. And the message that we got, it's actually she sent a text message to her mother um, with the following, hi, mom, I'm okay, I'm busy, I love you. And that's the last message that we heard from her. And it's been, uh, so that's since Saturday morning, so all these days since. Um Elad, give me a, a lay of the land that we know that there are more than a thousand casualties that have been counted now. Um, is it your understanding that most of the victims have been identified or are, there, are they still discovering uh, bodies and atrocities? I, I don't think that uh, most of the, the bodies were discovered. I, I heard some estimates that the number is going to double by the end when everything, and maybe a little bit more than that. I think so we're talking you're, you're anticipating between two and 3,000 victims total. Yes, I would which, say roughly speaking, yes. yes. Which for those of you listening, friends, um, on 9-11, we lost about 3,000 people in a country that has 330 million. To lose 3,000 people in a country that only has 9 million um, is... Uh, 9-11 times 60. This is just insane in terms of the, the pain and the anguish. Um, Eli, let's talk about what's, uh, what's the frame of mind of the country right now. Um, what are you and your fellow Israelis thinking, praying, hoping for, asking the world to understand? Absolutely. I would say, look, we, we, we are hurt. Families like us, like I said, there are you know, 2,000 families which were hurt. We're devastated, but at the same time, we're resilient. We're all determined to um, to finish it off. We have all the support to our military forces and to the government um, to go and strike Hamas and wipe them out. What we expect to happen, I think, if you ask me, there are two things that we expect from the world. This is what I, what I said is my expectations for the government and from the Israeli forces and the Israeli people. In, in addition, we expect from the world, I think, to understand and act on two things. The first is the hostage uh, situation. People need to understand that Hamas kidnapped 
hundreds of people. We don't know the exact number. Among them, roughly 40 to 50 small kids, little kids, as young as one years old, two years old, five years old. Really, you know, infants. Without their mothers and fathers, which they killed before that at the kibbutz. They kidnapped old ladies, grandmothers, you know, ladies that are 80, 90 years old with medical conditions, with medical needs. They kidnapped scores of, you know, females, female soldiers and female civilians. Imagine what, you know, they're going to do to them. What we ask and demand from the international community, the UN, US, EU, all the humanitarian organizations is to act and work immediately for the release of all the hostages unconditionally. No negotiations, no nothing. Nobody's going to negotiate with Hamas. Hamas is ISIS. So we need the world to act now. First, release the hostages immediately. That should be one uh, a position that all the world should unite around. It. Yeah. Um, and just to along those lines, you said that uh, Hamas is ISIS. Uh, it is the worst uh, extremes of, of that ideology. And friends, um, I have no doubt that, um, that Iran has fully funded uh, all of this activity. In fact, we have intelligence reports that say this was all finalized last week in Beirut, that the Revolutionary Guard from Iran was involved in the approval and the go-ahead and the planning. Um, this is a much bigger um, force at work than just a few crazies that are in some of the uh, areas around Israel. This is this this is global in terms of its importance, and that's why it requires a global response. That's why the United States must respond with one voice. Um, a lot of you listening know that I don't I don't agree with President Biden on a lot of things. There's a lot of things I disagree with him on. His strong statement of solidarity with Israel yesterday was a very good sign. And it's my prayer that he will keep that position in place um, for the foreseeable future. Um, my, my fear, Elad, is that, um, that these, these demonstrations by the radical Palestinian groups here in the States will have some influence on the Democratic Party, which has a lot of Palestinian sympathizers in it. And I don't want them influencing our national policy uh, to, to sway away from the solidarity that we are showing with Israel right now. But we will we will have to wait and see and take that on a day by day basis. We are speaking with Elad Levy, whose niece uh, was uh, has been missing since um, uh, since Saturday morning. And we will uh, we will continue our conversation with him coming up in uh, just a minute. We take a quick break and then we'll be right back. It's Kevin McCullough Radio. Stay here. studio that brought you sound of freedom comes after death what happens after you die a new cinematic experience that explores some of life's biggest questions with expert interviews and first-hand accounts i never felt alive and then dead 
I felt alive and then more alive. I heard a voice before I woke up. You still have a purpose on Earth. After Death. In theaters now. Get your tickets today or pay it forward at angel.com slash after death. Balance of Nature is fruits and vegetables in a capsule. Changing the world one life at a time. I'm older and I have more energy, just like all the commercials that I see on TV. So it really is a help uh, to my well-being. I'm 80 years old. I clean up after 450 kids in a cafeteria for three hours. And then I clean 300 steps. And then I, I vacuum carpets and clean halls in five hours because you know, for an 80-year-old, that's a lot to do. And I still have energy after work. I consider it a, a great success. Start your journey to better health with Balance of Nature. For a limited time this summer, get $25 off your first order as a preferred customer, plus a free fruits and veggies travel set with free shipping and our money-back guarantee. Go to balanceofnature.com or call 1-800-246-8751 and get this special offer by using discount code KMC. Are you or a loved one battling cancer? Discover Oasis of Hope, an alternative treatment hospital where faith and medicine combine for effective healing. Listen to this testimonial from Michelle Tucker, a cancer victor. The third time I was diagnosed with breast cancer, it had spread to my pancreas, and my doctor had given me four weeks to live. I went to Oasis of Hope, and six years later, I am alive and well. Michelle's story is replicated hundreds of times over, including in the McCullough household. Hi, Kevin McCullough. I thoroughly endorse the Oasis of Hope, and I think you'll find the help that you're looking for. Call 888-500-4673 for a medical consultation and free magazine. Call 888-500-4673. That's 888-500-4673. Oasis of Hope does not guarantee specific outcomes or results. Hello, I'm Mike Vendell, inventor of MyPillow. Thanks to your support, you've helped make MyPillow become one of the fastest growing companies in America. Over the last 12 years, you've helped MyPillow create thousands of jobs right here in the USA. When I got MyPillow, I'm asleep almost immediately. I stay asleep at night, and I wake up more well-rested in the morning. That's why I invented MyPillow. My patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs and helps keep your neck supported and aligned. I'm interrupting this commercial to bring you my BOGO extravaganza. For example, you get one of my Giza Dream bed sheets and you get a second set absolutely free. Or my six-piece towel sets. Buy one set, get another one absolutely free. Or get my classic premium my pillow and get another one absolutely free. So call the number on your screen or go to MyPillow.com and use your promo code to get my buy one, get one free offers. And get deep discounts on all my pillow products. That's MyPillow.com promo code. KMC. Hi, Kevin McCullough. I want to talk to you about immune systems. You know, that part of you that helps you fight off things like the common cold, which happens to be a coronavirus, COVID-19, RSV, other upper respiratory infections. Plus, maybe you feel, uh, I don't know, worn down or stressed out. Maybe you need help regulating blood pressure or insulin. Did you know that vitamin D3 does all of that? Vitamin D is not really a vitamin. It's a different type of substance. Your body actually helps make it when sunshine is exposed. But it also plays a very big role in your immune system. And if you have autoimmune dysfunction, 
It even helps you in that regard. Get your D3 all you need by taking BC Boost. Dr. Jeanette Nishwat's uh, little creation, BC Boost, it's combination of B12, vitamin C, vitamin D, and a little bit of zinc to help you stay immune positive. That's bcboost.com, bcboost.com. Obliterating confusion, amplifying truth, and pursuing clarity. It's Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, Kevin McCullough back with you. It is Wednesday, and normally we focus on wellness issues, but with the news being what it is and as big as it is, uh, I just can't move away from the top story. We will have a discussion in just a moment with uh, Kwang Do, who's back with us. Uh, he's got some exciting uh, uh, information to relay to us on that study he was doing on aging. We're going to get into that with him in just a bit. But we continue with Elad Levy, uh, who is uh, staying up late for us in Israel tonight and is relaying to us uh, what is happening there. Uh, Elad, I'm I'm very much aware that the international community, um, even NATO, uh, Turkey today, threatening um, not only uh, Prime Minister Netanyahu, but uh, some of the other uh, members of the ruling uh, party right now in uh, Israel. I, I've read numbers of 300,000 military um, reservists and active duty being called up. Can you talk to us uh, at, at all from your vantage point as to uh, if there are more threats that they are expecting, if there are other borders that they are expecting those threats to to cross, what what is the condition of the of the situation as you see it right now? No, absolutely. We're facing a few fronts here because uh, you know Gaza. Everybody knows what's going on, but uh, we uh, on the north we have Hezbollah in Lebanon, and on the Syrian border we do have um, I would say. You can call it Hezbollah. You can call it, you know, Iranian proxies or all kinds of, you know, you know, terrorist groups that are just waiting to attack us. There are a few hits back and forth between Israel and Hezbollah um, over the last three days. Um, kind of like, you know, it seems like a very slow cooking and escalating. And and this is, you know, obviously a, a huge threat. And uh, if you want to add to that, we heard some, uh, you know, Iraqi forces, Iranians supported, obviously, the Houthis in, 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 in Yemen, all kind of like, you know, um, let's say threatening that they are going to join the fight and will send their, you know, all their ammunitions against Israel. So I, I definitely there is uh, a huge threat here. Do you know if there's any um, reaction by the Saudis or um Dubai or Qatar or any of the Abraham Accord nations that you guys have um, been more friendly with in recent years? Has there been any response from any of those state, uh, nations? I think we heard, uh, and I'm not sure, um, you know, uh, statements of uh, against Hamas in the first couple of days. I think they do realize that uh, what Hamas is, <laughs> what Hamas has done, slaughtered, you know, Jews in Israel, they'll do the same thing for the people in the uh, in the Emirates, in Dubai, in Saudi, actually in Israel, actually, you know, they'll do to other Palestinians. And, you know, these guys are not human beings. This is yeah. exactly like ISIS. They're going to, you know, slaughter and kill and savagely anyone who's not them. 
Well, and that's the uh, that's the real challenge here, friends, is, is you're watching the news. Keep this in mind. We're not dealing with rational actors. These are people that are driven by an ideology. They're driven by um, a very uh, strong sense of um, I, I don't know how you describe it. It's it's almost like a demonic calling to uh, hurt these people uh, to the degree that they can. And all you have to know is if they're willing to hurt children and innocent women and older women, uh, their their intent is not is not good. These are not uh, these are not fair gains of uh, military targets. These are innocent civilians that have been targeted. And it's my belief that they are tr- they, they took hostages, uh, Elad, to try to get prisoners free. Is that is that the thinking there in Israel as well? Look, it's a, that's what they say, but we don't believe them. I think that, you know, we don't know what they've done to the hostages. We don't know who's alive and who's not. Right. And, and we don't know who came in alive and, you know, and who's going to come back as dead. So right. th- these people are complete savages, you know, uh, bloodthirsty. Like you said, there is no ideology. There is no political motive here. It's, you know, one, what they've done was for, one purpose and one purpose only, kill and slaughter Jews. My, my desire for a long time, Elad, and I've traveled to um, Israel multiple times, uh, I wish the rest of the world would um, uh, sort of take their handcuffs off of you and let you do what you need to do to protect yourselves. I know that um, the world is praying for you tonight. I know that uh, there is no there's there's no evil that uh, you could face that's any worse than what has happened over the last few days. So I'm hopeful that uh, the Western democracies will demand those hostages be released and take action towards that end. Uh, but know, Elad, tonight that the United States stands with you and we are we are there for the foreseeable future. And um, in my heart and my listeners' hearts, we're not going anywhere. Thank you very much. And we appreciate it uh, a lot uh, here in Israel. We will check in with you again. Elad Levy, thank you so much for being with us. Absolutely. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right. Kevin McCullough, we've still got a lot to get to. Don't go away. The summer of 2024 will mark the 80th anniversary of the liberation of Europe, D-Day. But what happened in the hours leading up to the invasion in London from Churchill and Eisenhower's perspective? How did the troops feel as they crossed the channel from Portsmouth to Normandy? And what was it like liberating the City of Light? Paris. We will retrace these steps in June of 2024 and on July 4th stand in the American Cemetery and honor those who fell. Would you join us? We have only limited seats available. Kevin McCullough asking you to personally come. Colette handles the details like flights, most meals, hotels, and local experiences. Your job is to just have the time of your life. So go to thatkevintour.com and check out the trip for yourself. thatkevintour.com thatkevintour.com or call 1-800-581-8942 or thatkevintour.com For those of you that know, we have been doing all that we can to help liberate human trafficking and human slaves uh, with Christian Solidarity International this year. It's our annual cause and we have 192 names of women that need our assistance this year. Uh, women that have experienced some excruciating things. And I want to say thank you to those of you that have already called, 888-342-1010. We have helped liberate uh, more than a dozen now this year. But I want to tell you the story of Ayak. Ayak uh, 
was born in northern Sudan. She was born into slavery. Her mother and father had been taken from South Sudan when they were just young kids. Uh, and she grew up as a slave's uh, child. She saw her mother regularly be beaten by her Arab slave master. Then there was the day that her father was told to go to the farm to work, but because of how sick he was, he physically couldn't walk. His master got so angry at him, he said, you dirty, dirty, dirty dog. If you don't go to the farm, you will die. He couldn't walk. So the Arab master shot my father dead right in front of me, says Ayak when she tells her story later. Uh, as she was growing up and getting a little bit older, that master sold her out to another master who raped her repeatedly, who forced her to uh, commit uh, genital mutilation on herself, and who told her that uh, she would not get to keep the children that she had from that slave master. Uh, she would do hard work every day, carry water, long distances, uh, clean clothing, clean things in the house, uh, take abuse from the Arab master's wife. She said, I have seen so many slaves in the area who face the same thing as me. She said, but then one day a retriever found me. I was walking to the well to fetch water. He asked me to leave and go with him. His name was Osman Bashir, and he had many men with him. They took me to his camp and brought me back to South Sudan. Friends, that's the story of an actual liberation of an actual slave. And that's the people that we help when you call 888-342-1010. There are 175 women that we know we can yet save this year. We just need your help. 888-342-1010. 888-342-1010. Help us liberate every slave right now. For $250, you not only affect their liberation, but you set them up with everything they need for a new life uh, in their home in South Sudan, uh, including grain, seed, utensils, uh, other things that they need to create uh, a life for themselves. And you do it when you call 888-342-1010. Or go to bringherhome.org. It's happening in New York or across the globe. Learn why it matters first on Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, Kevin McCullough, it's Wednesday. We normally talk wellness for much of the show. Today, a little more breaking news just because of the nature of the days that we live in. But I am excited to welcome back Quang uh, Do, who was with us just a few weeks ago, it seems like. Uh, but it was actually a couple of months ago, I guess. Uh, because Dr. Mark Siegel, who was on last week, said, Kev, you've got to get... Uh, Mr. Doback, because there's some good news that he's uh, found in the in the studying that he was doing. And friends, I don't know if you remember, but he has been working on some very exciting research as it pertains to aging and Alzheimer's and some of the uh, potential to reverse damage from the Alzheimer's condition. Kwong, welcome back. So good to have you. Kevin, thank you so much for having me back. It's great to be here. Um, just for my listeners' sake, give us a, a nutshell recap of what we discussed last time. We very quickly discussed our drug candidate, NE3107, which is in the clinic right now being developed for Alzheimer's disease. In our phase two trial, we remarkably found that it reversed the cognitive decline amongst the small group of Alzheimer's patients that were in that trial. It did not slow the decline, it reversed the decline. And there were a bunch of other things that were very exciting that um, 
gives us great optimism for what to expect later on this year, where our larger phase three trial in Alzheimer's is expected to read out in late November, early December or so. So that's our work in Alzheimer's. Yeah. I want to I want to emphasize what you said there, because it stood out to me so strongly when we spoke before. Most of the Alzheimer's treatments that have been utilized thus far have focused on slowing the decline, slowing the decay of the damage and trying to just, uh, you know, help extend the uh, the state of the mind um, in, in terms of slowing the decay. But in your in your study, and it's the first of its kind, you're actually dealing with um, a molecule, a, a medicine, a, a, a drug, if you will, that is going to take that process backwards. And this has never been done before. For, for my listeners' sake, why is your um, why is your medication, why is your uh, discovery able to do what it's able to do when all of the other uh, research has been to slow the, the, the decline? How is yours able to reverse it? Our drug candidate, NE3107, works on a completely different mechanism, right? And what it does is that it prevents the buildup of TNF-alpha, which is considered the master regulator of inflammation in the body. Now, there are many things that can contribute to inflammation. It could be the buildup of amyloid beta, that is the target of the recently approved monoclonal antibodies. It could be tau, it could be many, many things, all of which contribute to inflammation via TNF-alpha. And the problem with many drugs that target each one of these individual um, inflammatory stimuli is that you focused on one and you've ignored all the others. Hmm. What makes 3107 very unique is that it blocks them all. It blocks the production of TNF-alpha regardless of the source of the original um, um, inflammatory stimulus. Right, So it blocks it at just what I consider to be the right place at the right time. Furthermore, it is a small molecule. So patients take two capsules a day and in clinical trials so far, it has shown to be very, very safe. So we don't have to worry about brain swelling and bleeding and so forth that we've seen with some of the other alternatives. Well, that's really encouraging. And when you talk about reversing the decline as opposed to slowing it, what does that look like in terms of extension of function and uh, livelihood? Um, Cognition is measured in the clinic through a number of cognitive assessment scales, one of which is ADAS-COG. Right. And ADAS COG, typically in the other trials, you just see the patients, their scores going higher, higher meaning a higher disease score. So patients are continually getting worse, some more worse than others. In our trial, the patients got better. They saw a reduction of the ADAS-COG score. And when you interview the patients and their family members and caregivers, you hear stories that at the beginning of the trial, my loved one couldn't remember this, that, or the other, but by the end of the trial, he or she was contributing to conversations, remembering various things, and so forth. So those exit interviews give us great hope for what we hope to see later on this year. Now, compare for me the size of the studies of the one that you completed versus the one you expect to have information on before the end of the year. The original phase two trial was only 23 patients large, so that was a relatively small trial. Our phase three trial, reading out later on this year, is in excess of 400 patients. So we will have, we hope to have sufficient numbers here to have um, statistical significance demonstrating the effect that we saw earlier. 
If it mirrors the success that you had, what is the pathway to getting your uh, medication to market? Well, it is still a fairly long path, right? There, our default plan is that we will need to conduct a second phase three trial outside the U.S., so that we can register the trial globally. Typically, you would need to have two phase three trials for approval. So that is our default plan. And under that default plan, we would not register until probably 2026. But given the results we've seen so far, we're hopeful that there may be two additional options for us to bring it to market earlier in the US. If later on this year, we see the effect on cognition as we saw, and the effect on reducing amyloid beta. Frankly, that's how the other drugs were approved. If we see mm. that effect, we're definitely going to go and have the conversation with the FDA about accelerated approval or conditional approval while we conduct our second phase three. So that's one additional option. The second additional option is that we will start a new trial early next year in what's called mild cognitive impairment or MCI. It's a phase three trial that is relatively short to conduct, at which we hope to have results by the end of 2024. If we have positive results in that trial, that means we now have positive results in two phase three trials, because everyone knows that MCI eventually progresses onto mild and moderate Alzheimer's. Those two phase three trials may be, a, a, may be usable in the US for full approval, right? And that could be as early as 2025 if things work out our way. That sounds really encouraging. Kwong, if, if, if anybody listening wants more info on what you're working on, how do they find out about it? Please go to our website at biovpharma.com. Biovpharma.com. And uh, you can find out all of the information. It, give me the, the drug number one more time. Our drug candidate is NE3107. All right. We're going to follow. We're going to continue to follow this with you. And congratulations on the results thus far. And we look forward to finding out what your phase three says a little bit later this year. Terrific. Thank you for following us. Thank you for having me back. You got it. Kwong Do, thank you so much. Kevin McCullough coming right back on Wellness Wednesday. Don't go away. From the studio that brought you Sound of Freedom comes After Death. What happens after you die? A new cinematic experience that explores some of life's biggest questions with expert interviews and firsthand accounts. I never felt alive and then dead. I felt alive and then more alive. I heard a voice before I woke up. You still have a purpose on Earth. After Death. In theaters now. Get your tickets today or pay it forward at angel.com slash after death. Hello, I'm Mike Vindell, inventor of MyPillow. Thanks to your support, you've helped make MyPillow become one of the fastest growing companies in America. Over the last 12 years, you've helped MyPillow create thousands of jobs right here in the USA. When I got MyPillow, I'm asleep almost immediately. I stay asleep at night and I wake up more well-rested in the morning. That's why I invented MyPillow. My patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs and helps keep your neck supported and aligned. I'm interrupting this commercial to bring you my BOGO extravaganza. For example, you get one of my Giza Dream bed sheets and you get a second set absolutely free or my six-piece towel sets. 
Buy one set, get another one, absolutely free. Or get my classic premium my pillow and get another one, absolutely free. So call the number on your screen or go to mypillow.com and use your promo code to get my buy one get one free offers and get deep discounts on all my pillow products. That's mypillow.com promo code KMC. The summer of 2024 will mark the 80th anniversary of the liberation of Europe, D-Day. But what happened in the hours leading up to the invasion in London from Churchill and Eisenhower's perspective? How did the troops feel as they crossed the channel from Portsmouth to Normandy? And what was it like liberating the City of Light, Paris? We will retrace these steps in June of 2024 and on July 4th stand in the American Cemetery and honor those who fell. Would you join us? We have only limited seats available. Kevin McCullough asking you to personally come. Colette handles the details like flights, most meals, hotels, and local experiences. Your job is to just have the time of your life. So go to thatkevintour.com and check out the trip for yourself. Thatkevintour.com. Thatkevintour.com. Or call 1-800-581-8942 or thatkevintour.com. From the studio that brought you Sound of Freedom comes After Death. What happens after you die? A new cinematic experience that explores some of life's biggest questions with expert interviews and firsthand accounts. I never felt alive and then dead. I felt alive and then more alive. I heard a voice before I woke up. You still have a purpose on Earth. After Death. In theaters now. Get your tickets today or pay it forward at angel.com slash after death. you need to know when you need it it's kevin mccullough radio all right kevin mccullough final few minutes of wellness wednesday and i just want to um you know i'm coming to you from an undisclosed location this week um and i will tell you i I can tell you a little bit more about what i've done when i get back but uh, it's been a very interesting eye-opening experience but you know when you're on the road um you you, you're tempted to eat in places where you normally wouldn't eat and I know that for many people, um, even for kids, the, the sign of those uh, golden arches is kind of a, a, a I don't know, a heartwarming, uh, nostalgic, uh, oh, yeah, I remember when we did that, uh, blah, blah, blah. Um, well, many people believe that McDonald's isn't associated with healthy food, probably for good reason. Uh, Catherine Carnitz, a Rhode Island-based registered dietitian and owner of Nutrition Education RD, said many McDonald's food items are in high in saturated fat, cholesterol, added sugar, added salt, etc. But she says by carefully ordering from the menu and not making the fast food chain a regular part of your routine, you can opt for better for you alternatives. To make more nutritious choices, when you visit the Golden Arches, Carnitz, as well as uh, Laura Clevenger, a registered dietitian from Edgewater, Florida, said, um, here's what's okay to order. Um, On the breakfast stuff, don't go for the hash browns. Go for the apple slices. If you're looking for a low-calorie snack that provides that crunch, the apple slices are a great choice. Egg McMuffin. Clevenger said this sandwich made with egg, cheese, and Canadian bacon is around 310 calories, 17 grams of protein, 13 grams of fat, and 30 grams of carbs. Um, There is a much healthier choice for breakfast than that, they say, and that's the fruit and maple oatmeal which has 320 calories, but only has six grams of protein, four and a half grams of fat, and a whopping 64 grams of carbs. 
If you're trying to watch your blood sugar and stay fully, stay fuller longer, the protein and fat option from the Egg McMuffin is the better option. They said uh, the McCrispy is also a, a good option. You may want to reach for a fried chicken sandwich. Still, when eaten on occasion, this is a good option. If you're concerned about getting enough protein, 470 calories, chicken sandwich gives you 26 grams of protein uh, and, and that. And they even said that the McDonald's hamburger, classic choice, with a pretty impressive nutritional makeup compared to the other burger options on the menu, 12 grams of protein. It's a sure bet you'll be feeling full and satisfied for hours while out and about. Uh, both the hamburger and the cheeseburger have ketchup, mustard, chopped onions, and a pickle. Again, you don't want to make this menu item a daily part of your diet, but on occasion and under the right circumstances, you can actually um, do not so bad from McDonald's is what these registered dietitians are saying. And on Wellness Wednesday, and on a day in which we've talked about a lot of bad news, I thought maybe a little bit of good news to end the show would be the way to go. I'm Kevin McCullough. We've got a big, big event for you coming up on Monday. I hope you can join us. If you're in the city, we will be live in Times Square from 3 to 6 in the afternoon for uh, AM 570, The Mission. And uh, those of you that hear me there, uh, regular time, uh, we will be there. Uh, but if you're listening to us on AM 970, The Answer, or anywhere else, uh, three to six live in Times Square this coming Monday. I hope you can join us. And then I'm back in Times Square uh, a, a week from Friday we, where we will be doing our broadcast for Broadway. That's all straight ahead next week. Kevin McCullough saying we'll see you then.